After a bunch of technical uh, difficulties, Woo-hoo. so uh, welcome to another edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Show. My name is Kevin. Mr. D, they call me Mr. D. All right. We are missing one key uh, component this week. AK is out of town. Very well missed. It's a, there's is, a void over here. There is a void. The uh, <laughs> the friendly <laughs> laughing over there is, is missing. Um, where is AK this week? Virginia, I believe, at a, at a wedding slash family function slash Halloween. Oh, man. Well, she's going to be sorely missed. In fact... She is the backbone of this entire uh, <laughs> narrow cast that we do. And um, as a result, uh, I don't think Dennis and I are going to be able to do a show this week uh, as, far as, as far as original content goes. So we, what we've decided to do is uh, welcome everybody on uh, Facebook Live as well. And uh, if you are a fan of Permanent Vacation Radio and you're watching us live on um, uh, Facebook Live, Please uh, give your friends a heads up and uh, let them know that we're live right now. We're going to be live as long as we can be, as long as Facebook lets us be. Um, So what we've decided to do this week is uh, Dennis and I are going to recreate Orson Welles' War of the Worlds verbatim. Verbatim, that's right. For one hour. That's what we're going to do. Page turner. (laughs) Just kidding. We wouldn't (laughs) torture you that way. We're going to do a regular show here, at least try and fake it. But uh, we want to start off first with... uh, uh, again, thanks for finding us. Uh, this is a weekly podcast coming out of beautiful Truckee, Lake Tahoe area in uh, Northern California. And uh, my name is Kevin, yours truly. We've got Mr. D here. And uh, we recently threw out a brand new Facebook page, which is what we're going live on right now. And we want to thank everybody for immediately jumping on that. And we had got a ton of likes right away. Pretty good response. Yeah, really, really good response. And we want to thank everybody who has checked out the page, checked out some episodes, and um, you know uh, are supporting the show. And um, the other thing we want to thank you for is all of the different listeners all around the globe now that are tuning in to and finding Permanent Vacation Radio. We have listeners now from coast to coast. We even have listeners overseas in Great Britain. The Brits. Yep. Canada. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard a funny joke the other day. Speaking of uh, the, the Brits, uh, there was a joke going around the other day that the Queen of England said that she would gladly retake over governing the United States for us to make <laughs> things a little bit easier going forward. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? She's are, totally welcomed. Things are such a mess. But uh, anyway, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to us, finding us on various platforms, whether it be Facebook, which is brand new for us, um, also Podbean, which is our main uh, podcast application, finding us on iTunes, finding us on our main page, which is Permanent Radio Vacation, or Permanent Vacation Radio, excuse me, dot com. Soon to be an Instagram as well. Yeah, soon to be an Instagram and, and, and Twitter. Twitter, the fading social media platform that was, might be going away soon. I was just going to say that. I mean, we, 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 we might want to avoid that one. I, I heard they haven't even turned a profit yet. Yeah, so Vine <laughs> Vine just uh, hit the bricks. They beat they beat Cheeks. They're done. Uh, and uh, Vine is owned by Twitter. They're, everybody's saying that Twitter is the next one to go. But, yep. you know, we digress. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into it. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about here. We got a little bit of uh, political stuff to talk about. We've got some uh, social stuff to talk about. We've got some beer reviews uh, today we're going to be getting to. We've got some Halloween stuff, and we've got a little bit of music stuff to get to. That's a full plate. That's good stuff. All right, let's start off with uh, our favorite brand new segment, which is... 
What the F? What the F? What the F? What the F? All right, so this is the What the F segment for the week of uh, October 31st, 2016. And we are, of course, going to be talking about the campaign. Endless, endless material. What the F? Just when you think it's over. uh, (laughs) How many more days to go? Ten days to go? Something like that before Uh, Election Day? I forget how many days. Just over a week, I think. Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, the the FBI comes back out and says, <laughs> oh, wait, everything we said about Hillary Clinton and the emails. Just kidding. Ha ha ha. We're going to uh, we're going to put a little salt, a little of uh, a little lemon juice into that wound. And we're going to reopen this. Unbelievable. <sighs> Unreal. Yeah. So uh, you were mentioning before the show the six degrees of separation that uh, Hillary Clinton is facing right now <laughs> with Anthony Weiner somehow. I mean, I know I know that her her aide is his wife, so it's 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 feasible. But Huma Aberdeen, Huma Aberdeen, but and what the what? F? <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's uh, what Anthony Weiner, right? Yes. So those guys are estranged, but everybody... Which keeps, is funny in itself. Everybody keeps uh, <laughs> referring those two as a, a married couple. I guess they, they haven't been uh, together in a little while since the texting scandal, the, the dick pics that uh, Anthony Weiner was <laughs> sending out to... I guess, the Weiner pics. Underage girls or whatever it was. Oh, um, but now it seems like some of Hillary Clinton's <laughs> weird emails have somehow gotten onto his device. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? That's, that's what I believe. That's weird. Weird. Yeah. Um, it's so, almost as if as if his wife was sending them to him or he hacked or who knows? I don't know how. Who knows? So maybe we should uh, maybe we should uh, take the queen up on her offer. <laughs> totally. So now what is this? Does, does this does this affect the election at all? Does, is this going to change people's minds this close to the election? Um, what does the FBI have to do as far as can they just. Can they lay that big carp out there, that stinky fish out there on the deck of the boat and let it sit there? Or are they going to put it in the cooler and give us some more information? What's going to happen? Um, who knows? I mean, all I can imagine is that they're going to find something else on Trump these days that's going to that's going to that's going to counterbalance that. So they're going to dig even more. I think so. Why wouldn't they? I mean, why wouldn't they? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> to me, the whole thing is a mess. Um, my ballot was sent in uh, a week ago. Uh, my decision has already been cast. Apparently, Donald Trump is telling all of his supporters, um, write into your local voting registry or whatever they call that precinct and ask for a new ballot. Huh, really? Yes. I missed that one. Wow. Yeah, so it's uh, it's crazy times out there in the political uh, field right now, and who knows what's going to happen in the future. Uh, one of these two bozos is going to be our <laughs> next president. We're going to be stuck with them uh, for at least four years, or unless <laughs> yeah, or unless somebody gets impeached, or or who knows what's going to happen. But it's uh, it, that's that's crazy, crazy stuff. It's a me- well, it's, well, we can. Uh, it's, it's good show material. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, let's get into some other stuff. Uh, let's talk about, um, you know, it's it's Halloween coming up. What have you got going on? Uh, what's going on in the Tahoe region uh, for Halloween? I know you've got a big gig uh, uh, this evening. Uh, yeah, I got one uh, this evening. Last week, last night, had a gig and uh, went to a gig at the uh, Tahoe Art House in Tahoe City. There was metal, electronica, and last night was uh, Gypsy Swing band local band called sneak creatures which is coincidentally my favorite local tahoe band because they're just 
they're so unique. There's a handful of funk bands up here. There's a handful of, of, of jam bands, but um, sneaky creatures are definitely unique. They're uh, they uh, they channel Django Reinhardt. I'm not sure if you know who he is, uh, but uh, nope. Oh, wasn't he one of the the, the founder of? Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. What am I trying to say? That that's a very uh, long-standing musical name, right? There's some, something yep, going on. Yeah, he's a guitarist here. from uh, there. We go. Another era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And then uh, I guess uh, Tahoe Art House tonight is uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Right. If you want to go check that out, uh, you say you got a big gig down in Reno with. Um, Murder Rock. Murder Rock. My brother's got a band in Murder Rock in in, uh, in Reno, out of Reno, straight out of Reno, called Murder Rock. And we're, uh, me and my partner, Candy Zander, we're going to host, do a little DJing, and MC the show. Celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> you mean that kind of DJing? DJing? Uh, far from that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> love Shack. Baby Love Shack. Negative. No. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's the only DJ I know about. More like thrash metal type stuff. Ooh. And, 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 and eerie soundscapes. Whoa. <laughs> creaky doors, creaky floors. Count Count Kevin here. It's going to be scary, kids. And the one. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. Anything else going on in the area? In the uh, next few days, I mean, uh, right now is uh, when all the holiday stuff is starting to ramp up. Yeah, it seems to be getting uh, slower and slower as we call it up here the, the shoulder season. Yeah, we just had snow. Uh, first, first decent-sized snow of the season. Until the snow flies uh, f- for real, th- it'll be quiet. Uh, it'll be quiet up here. Yeah. So uh, we were talking about uh, season passes a couple weeks ago on I think our second episode, and we rattled off some of the pass prices that are that are out there right now. Uh, just a heads up for all of you who are still on the fence about buying season passes. We got snow yesterday, so if you're down in the Bay Area. Uh, maybe down in the SAC area, maybe down in Reno. We got snow up here. Winter is coming. It's right around the corner. Pick up those passes. I think Squaw is going to attempt to open on the 11th of November. That's what I hear. And, uh, you know, the other big dog in the area when it comes to being first open, Boreal right up on the crest is probably ramping up. They always shoot for October 32nd as their opening date, which would be tomorrow. I'm not sure what's going on. I haven't heard anything uh, about what's going on with those guys, but if you check out their site, you could probably find out if they're going to be open thirty uh, second with, with one run. Yeah, that's that's kind of their joke. Oh. October thirty second, oh, which nice. is always November first, right? Oh, nice, right? I think on. that's tomorrow. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So get your season passes, get get your gear, get all geared up, and get ready to go. Um, speaking of uh, Halloween, did you get your all your little Facebook memories pop up with all the different costumes that you've uh, worn over the years? In today? fact, I did. I saw an old Gene Simmons. Uh, I was Keith Richards. I was a lunatic, <laughs> and I forget what the. What floor. did you dress as, though? <laughs> it didn't take much. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, these are these are bad jokes. We really need Alicia here. <laughs> I was like, AK, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Martians are coming. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, if, for those of you who are on uh, Facebook Live, you're probably checking out uh, this crazy beast that's running around in the background. That is our third mic tonight. That is Rocky the Wonder Dog. He is uh, trying to find every toy that he owns that makes noise to uh, try and 
uh, circumvent this this podcast. Good uh, boy, Rocky. Yeah, good boy. <laughs> so I was reading also uh, in the news today about some stories uh, regarding Halloween and things like that, and I, I found one very, very funny one. At least I thought it was funny. Uh, apparently, the Los Angeles Lakers, the um, – NBA just started. You were mentioning that they might have been getting off to a, a good start. Uh, it seems preseason, like it. whatever. I've seen a couple of L's in their column. Cool. Uh, I well, mean, W's. W's. <laughs> W's, yeah. It's w's, been a long week. W is win. I, I, need, a, I need a nap. <laughs> yeah, so uh, apparently those guys are in Oklahoma City or were in Oklahoma City either last night or the night before. And apparently they stayed at this hotel that was either doing some sort of costume thing or, or something like that. They may have had a haunted house. But uh, a couple of the players decided to go through this haunted house and um, <clears throat> Meta World Peace uh, decided he was going to uh, <laughs> ramp it up a little bit. Trouble was going to find him. <laughs> and apparently he is uh, threatening to sue the haunted house owners because he was inappropriately touched by a ghost. He was fondled by Casper in the haunted house. Good now. Lord. I mean, this. How tall is that dude? He's a uh, six twelve. <laughs> what, 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 was, what was his name before it was Meta World Peace? Oh God, uh, I should know this. Ron Artest. Uh, yes, Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Okay, so Ron Artest, Meta World Peace. Um, he goes into the haunted house, and apparently one of the uh, ghosts touches him inappropriately, and uh, now he is fired up and ready for a lawsuit. <sighs> Go for it. So what has been your experience in, in haunted houses? Have you ever been in, in, inappropriately touched in a haunted house? Not by a ghost. No. no. <laughs> Usually by your girlfriend or something like yes. that. Yeah. A reach around. Yeah, crazy. Or they're just <laughs> grabbing onto you because they're scared, which is usually me. I'm usually screaming like the girl in the uh, the haunted house. So, yeah, better world peace. Going to sue. He's been touched by a ghost. That's crazy. Yikes. Yikes. All right, uh, so we're going to uh, we're going to shift gears right now, and we are going to get into uh, kind of a new beer review. Uh, and this is coming to us from Dogfish Doghead Fish Dogfish Head Dogfish Head <laughs> Dog, Dog we both need naps <laughs> Dogfish Head Brewery out of uh, these guys are out of Delaware Delaware yeah so East Coast style yep we're going to get into that and uh, see what we think of that and uh, so we are going to be getting into uh, gosh what is this our fourth this is our fourth episode. beer review fourth episode and our fourth beer review and uh, once again we're going to be um, checking out a brand new release from Dogfish Head Brewery out of Delaware and this beer is called Flesh and Blood. Uh, just a brand new release. It is going to be a year-round release. Um, now, Dogfish Head is calling this an India Pale Ale. I've also seen this called a, an American IPA. Um, it's coming in. Let's uh, get some of the, uh, the guts here. It's clocking in at 45 IBUs, which, which is as far as low for an IPA. Yeah. So bitterness units, very low for an IPA. Uh, but it's coming up at a uh, respectable 7.5 alcohol by volume. Oh, boy. So uh, let's get some of the uh, let's get some of the the, uh, the propaganda on this one. What does uh, Dogfish Head say about this? Uh, Fresh and Blood began with a ton of real citrus, including lemon flesh and blood orange juice, hence the name, plus orange and lemon peel. Then the brewers began searching for the perfect combination of hops to perfectly complement the citrus flavors. After tasting uh, or trialing a number of different hops one by one, they emerged with two hops, and that is the Warrior, which I had never heard of before this. Warrior Hop and the Centennial Hop, which is uh, widely used. 
so what does this focus on simple, pure, and unadulterated fruit mean in terms of the aromatics and flavor in this beer? Flesh and blood balance the resinous, hoppy characteristics of an American IPA. Well, there's that American IPA uh, term. With the explosive, zesty, fruitiness, and subtle, dry tartness of the citrus to deliver highly quaffable ale that is incredibly unique and lovely to down the whole year round. So it does look like that is going to be a year round. Quaffable, yes. We also uh, teach vocabulary on this uh, <laughs> on this podcast. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, kind of the lemon flesh and the blood orange juice are what I'm most interested in. Uh, the warrior right. hops is going to be the uh, kind of the dark horse here. Never had a beer with warrior hops, at least not that I'm aware of. So why don't we just give this thing a taste and see what we think? Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. That is a very interesting tasting beer. I, it is low low bitterness for sure. Super low bitterness. I like the nose better than the mouth. Yeah, so it's boozy. Um, it's, it's got a it's got a boozy kick. So you can feel it on your tongue. You can feel that seven point five alcohol oh, yeah. on your tongue. The booziness. A yep. um, little bit of a, a, a tingle there on the tongue, but it is a very rich tasting beer uh not like those bitter ipas you would expect and the other thing too is both the hops that they're using in this have really been kind of overshadowed by the what i would say is the orange flavor i i'm getting a little bit of that lemon but i'm really getting a lot of that orange yes i agree and the other thing that might be the question mark on this is that warrior hop. I don't know if I've ever had a beer with that warrior hop, and that might be what's giving this this. Um, it's boozy. This, uh, yeah. Mm. Now we we tasted a beer a couple weeks ago uh, that you picked up at Tahoe Central Market up in Kings Beach, and that was a very very fruity beer, almost mm. to the point where it was mango magnifico. That's what it was, mango magnifico. And who's making that again? And remember, we uh, founders out of uh, that's Gr- right, Grand founders. Rapids. Yep. Um, so these are both, again, kind of two beers from the East Coast that are really trying to replicate that um, IPA thing that's so popular out here. But definitely, this is an example of something that you would find on the East Coast. This is not a representation of a West Coast IPA. Nice try. Really dank uh, is what you would typically expect. Dank, Vic. juicy, tropical. Sticky, icky. Yeah. Um, yeah, whereas this is definitely... Snoop Dogg. This has got, definitely got some more malts, some more grains in there. Um, and again, that uh, blood orange is really coming through. I don't know if anybody's watching this on uh, Facebook Live, but you can see the color of that beer. Much deeper, darker, almost an amber color than you would expect from an IPA. Yeah, so uh, let's uh, let's devil horns here. Let's give it a one out of five devil horns. What would you uh, give Dogfish Head Flesh and Blood IPA coming out of uh, Delaware, Maryland? Which, I want to I give it a solid 3.5. 3.5 devil horns. Yeah. Now, what are your favorite aspects of this? Uh, I like the citrus. I like the, the nose, like I said. Yep. It's a little too boozy for me. Yep. Uh, on my tongue, that tingle, that booze tongue, I like to enjoy it. I'm, I'm not a big... I don't want to, I'm not out to get effed up. Yeah. I'm out to enjoy. Yep. So. Yeah. So um, I am out to get effed up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, So, so uh, yeah, uh, I would say one of the only 
two of the only great things that have ever come out of um, Delaware, Maryland, would be uh, Pat Benatar and George Thorogood. Otherwise, close the place down, shut it down. <laughs> uh, Ocean City, what about eh, the, what it's about, all right. What about the Blue Hens? Uh, what, what is that? <laughs> I'm not even sure. <laughs> I'm not a sports guy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure so, they're... <laughs> so my take on it is, uh, are we going to add b- flesh and blood IPA from Dogfish Head Brewery to the great things that come out of uh, Delaware, Maryland, and mine is no. I'm going to give this a 2.5 Devil Horns. Boy. Not super stoked on this. However, I will ca- make a caveat by saying everything else that I've ever had from Dogfish Head Brewery out of Delaware, Maryland has been fan-effing-tastic. Yes, I agree. So this would be a one-off for me that I, I didn't really like. Um, this is new for them. They're obviously out there trying to experiment, trying to get they're something known, new out there. They're known for their peculiar uh, recipes yep. and, and, and beers. But their IPA and their 60-minute their IPA and their 90-minute IPA yep. are both really, really good. Yeah, they're definitely the top sellers. Yep, yep, super into those. So uh, if you have a chance, get out there, and if hopefully you can find this in your local store. That is Dogfish Head Fresh and Blood, Flesh and Blood Flesh. IPA, India Pale Ale from Dogfish Head uh, out of Delaware, Maryland. Pick up a six-pack or a bomber of that. Take that home. Drink it. See what you think about that and either leave your comments on our Facebook page, uh, Permanent Vacation Show. Or, or Podbean. Write, yeah, or, uh, well, you can't really, you can leave a comment there, I guess. But uh, the other place to do it would be right on our uh, main site would be uh, PermanentVacationRadio.com. There's lots of places to leave comments there. And uh, if you are listening at your own convenience, in other words, you're going to download this and listen to it later. Uh, we will definitely let you know what beers we are sampling within the show's description every every week so that you can go out and pick up those uh, beers before we do or before you listen to the show, and then you can do your own tasting and see if you agree or see if we're absolutely full of shit and that there's plenty of other great things that have come out of uh, Delaware, Maryland. Quite possibly the, the latter. <laughs> yeah, right on. All right, so we're going to shift gears right now. And, um, yeah, as I'm looking at the clock here, I doubt we're going to be able to fill a full hour today. AK is really being sorely missed here. We will get our game up uh, if we ever uh, are missing another uh, cog of the wheel here. But, uh, yeah, Dennis has had a tough week. It's a, it's a big week going into into Halloween. He's a DJ outside of this show. And uh, I think we'll give him a hall pass today. But uh, we're, we, got, we got some more stuff to cover here. Number one. We want to get into some uh, some music stuff. Dennis and I are going to be going to a pretty fun event that is happening. Um, November third, I think, all over North America right. on November third. There is a brand. Uh, Dennis and I are huge Rush fans. Um, I think Dennis grew up listening to the real proggy stuff, kind of uh, Hemispheres, uh, Caress of Steel, um, that kind of era. Right, twenty one twelve. Whereas, Farewell to Kings. Yep. I actually got into the band Rush in the Permanent Waves, Moving Pictures, Signals area, which to me is the wheelhouse era for those guys, for me anyway. Right. The first um, song I ever heard of theirs was Circumstances off of Hemispheres. Yeah. So um, basically nationwide, uh, there a couple years ago, a great documentary about the band Rush came out. A lot of people ended up seeing it. Seeing it. A lot of people got into the band Rush after that documentary came out because it presented them in such a light that I don't think a lot of people saw that band in, which was those guys are goofy. Those guys are funny. They don't take themselves very seriously. But when it comes to going into the studio and making music, they are hyper-focused. Oh, yeah. Hyper-focused, but there's always 
levity. Their musicianship is off the hook. Yeah. And they're not out there trying to smoke all, all the joints in the world. They're not trying to, you know, do all the drugs in the world. Uh, their drummer is probably one of the smartest people uh, in music. Absolutely. Um, they're not trying to bang. Book, book reader as well as writer. Yep. They're, pro- they're not trying to bang every chick. And, um, you know, speaking of that, I think Taylor Hawkins of uh, the Foo Fighters put it really well when he said, uh, <laughs> Rush. Chicks really don't get it. <laughs> but long story short, um, there is a brand new documentary that's coming out that is chronicling their last tour. Last year, those guys called it a, uh, a, a 40, career. 40 years now. 40 years of touring, and it was actually 41 years that they actually uh, finished that tour up on. And it was called the R40 Tour. And basically, they came out with a, um announcement saying that would be the end of their large-scale touring as a band. Uh, I mean, they're all going into their 70s, uh, late 60s, and it, it was just, you know, they were starting to see the rigors of the road um, and touring starting to take their toll. I know Neil is having some uh, tendon issues. I know that Alex was having some issues in his hands. Uh, Getty's voice was definitely not where it once was, but still incredible draw they sold out all their shows they have probably one of the most uh loyal followings out there oh yeah and absolutely. so this new this new documentary is um chronicling this entire last tour of when you theirs. go to a rush show you see you see four maybe even five generations yeah it's pretty amazing it's pretty amazing yep yep in fact i i just and 98 percent dudes <laughs> you know it's so funny too is because uh they're they're not touring anymore and i just bought a new a, a new shirt <laughs> just nice. within the last week i bought another rush shirt and to the two percent two percent of women out there yes yes hats off so <clears throat> long story short is uh dennis and i are going to be going and attending um the one night only movie showing of their new documentary, which is, yep, which is Time Stand Still, and that is going to be in theaters nationwide on November 3rd, and it's going to be playing at the same time everywhere in North America, 7.30. One night only, so there's no spoilers. Yeah, so if you have any interest in the band Rush, or you're just interested in having a unique musical experience on the big screen, definitely check that out. Those shows are selling out super quickly as we get closer to the day, uh, just a few days away, um, but... Time Stand Still is going to be in theaters one night only, and that is uh, November 3rd. There's two, it's in two theaters in Reno, and one theater had already sold out. Yes, that is true. Um, I delayed a little bit on getting tickets, and I went on to the the one theater site, and it was like, wah, wah. and that's when the, <laughs> the panic was starting to set in. And then, uh, But yeah, we got tickets. We're ready to rock and roll. Uh, that's going to be a great, great um, event, and super looking forward to that one. Absolutely. Well, what's the uh, what's the uh, last great rockumentary that you watched? Oh boy. Um, hmm. Well, I just saw one on uh, the making of Roger Waters' Wall. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was really, really, really good. Now, was that the making of his version of that tour? It, uh, his it was the making. Yes, got it. Yes, it was. Yes. So he had. Um, it was just amazing. If uh, I'm trying to remember what it was called. But uh, I saw Roger Waters' wall at the, in San Jose two years ago, and this was the making of that tour. Cool. And he wrote all the lyrics about his dad and the military, and yeah, didn't grow up with them. He was he was shot down. It's pretty intense. He he definitely carries that that uh, that that baggage with him till till this day, really. Well, I mean that that was the fodder for one of the great you know Pig Floyd records yeah. of all time. 
Um, recently, uh, Roger Waters came out and said uh, he's going to go back on tour again, and he's going to be playing Pink Floyd tunes. Yep, which is big news, covering because, the span of their whole yeah, catalog. Yeah, um, so kind of like and I can uh, only I can only assume the Roger Waters era catalog. Yeah, and having him go out there and do that is a big deal um, because that he's had lent such a unique voice to those those songs, especially a lot of those songs on the wall. We we think of um, David Gilmore. But it's it's like great bands out there that have two lead singers. There are certain songs that those other members of the band just can't cover the way right. the original singer. It's like, you know, Paul and Paul and uh, John John going out and singing each other's songs. It just would, I don't think it would work. Bob Weir, Jerry Garcia, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, right on. So that's coming up on November third. Get out there, check out, uh, uh, go to the Rush site, Rush dot com, and uh, see where that is playing in local theaters near you. All right. What else have we got here? I think there's some lawsuits coming up. <laughs> of? I think uh, Bruno Mars oh, and yeah. Mark Ronson are going to get sued. So you've heard uh, there's a, recently there's been a rash of these suits. I know Led Zeppelin was sued by a, uh, the band Spirit right. for uh, Stairway to Heaven. And um, apparently they got off the hook on that one. They, the spirit says they lifted it, lifted the, the the music from them, and Jimmy Page was not having it. Yep. And what? But what did the judge say? <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> so these these uh, these lawsuits are always very interesting to me because you know there I think there's only so many notes in the world, and there's so only so many ways to put them together, and eventually. There is um, going to be sound alikes. Always going to be sound alikes, and there's going to be issues where you might be influenced by something, and it could be uh, on purpose, um, or it could be something that's subconscious. Right. Um, you know, there's a there's a great song from one of your favorite bands, Jane's Addiction. Uh, what is it? A mountain song. Yes. That. They always claim there's always uh, comparisons between that song and another band's music. Um, and I forget which band is always mentioned uh, with those two. But to me, I always thought of a live riff from Judas Priest <laughs> in the great um, studio slash live recording, <laughs> live in the studio recording of Unleashed in the East. And uh, I always thought that there was a, a guitar lick in Mountain Song that was totally ripped off of uh of judas priest but nothing ever came of that um sometimes these bands are like eh whatever you yeah. know it's cool yeah um you're paying so, you're paying homage to me yeah but sometimes these things come around and uh they come around in a big way so uh, it appears that bruno mars and mark ronson are being uh being sued for their song uptown funk which came out about a year ago maybe a year and a half ago and um, this is the second lawsuit brought to uh, against them for this song. This time, they are being sued by a, a band that was around in the 80s called Collage. And they had a song out called Young Girls. And Collage is saying, this is a blatant ripoff. Not only does it sound like it, but the song structure is exactly like our song. I gave it a listen. And um, what'd you think? It was pretty damn close. <laughs>
judge i would uh i'd definitely be scratching my head yeah i mean if uh, the band collage has a uh tiny little guy that looks way older than he actually is and maybe an oompa loompa i would say they might be onto something because whenever i see mark ronson i i think or not mark ronson uh bruno mars i'm like hey that guy was in willy wonka <laughs> but um yeah who knows i don't know where that one's gonna go but i heard i heard the uh, two songs side by side yesterday gave them a listen and boy they do sound pretty similar yikes so um you know who knows what's gonna happen with that and uh i mean this could be big bucks right yeah could be could be their their their, uh, their payout they've been waiting for since the 70s yeah because i mean i couldn't find any other music by them and <laughs> right. I, I have a feeling the, the only reason that young girls from collage is on youtube is because a lawsuit just came out i believe so i bet you i'd put my bottom dollar on dollar on that yeah yeah and then uh, what's the other big one jethro tull and uh, led zeppelin there's always been controversy there yes. banging heads yep um, so yeah, I think, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, unless we've got anything else, what, what else have we got? Anything? Um, uh, like I said, I need a nap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So again, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, we are definitely missing AK this week. She should be back stronger than ever. Is she going to be back next week? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Um, so we'll see AK back in the studio here for next week's episode of permanent vacation radio. Please check us out online at permanentvacationradio.com. You can also find us on the Podbean app. Just uh, go ahead and download that app. It is free. And once you have that, you have access to the permanent vacation show. Whenever we have a new episode like this one come out, you'll get a notification. Just go ahead and follow us. And uh, then you can listen at your convenience. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes, and um, now you can find us on Facebook at Permanent Vacation Show. Uh, that one's uh, a little tricky to find on Facebook, but a lot of you are, have already found us. Uh, Facebook blew up when we when we put that together. And, Overnight. Uh, yeah. Thank we'll, you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll leave the uh, live version of this show up on uh, the page for a little while, so you can check that out if you want to see what us ugly mugs look like. <laughs> and uh what the beer is that looks like that we were drinking and uh yeah so thank you again enjoy your vacation wherever you are and please let your friends know about permanent vacation radio and uh, on behalf of mr d who's gonna go, go to sleep right now i am kevin thanks for tuning in again this week and we will check you on vacation next week peace out see ya